Okay, chapter nine, the shepherd's story of the Echabog. The shepherd's story. Your majesty, said Herringbone, hurry towards the king, towards King Fred, who'd just risen from the throne. <clears throat> there is a shepherd from the marshlands. He is here to petition you, sir. He's a little late. I could send him away if your majesty wants lunch. A marshlander? said Spittlewell, waving his scented handkerchief beneath his nose. Imagine, sire. Dashed impertinence for being late for the king, said Fapun. No, said Fred with a brief, brief hesitation. hesitation. No, if the, if the poor fellow has travelled this far, we shall see him. Send him in, Herringbone. The chief advisor was delighted at this further evidence of a new kind, considerate king, and hurried off to the double doors to telegraph to let the shepherd inside. The king settled himself back on his throne, and Spitalworth and the Papoon sat back on their chairs, their expressions sour. The old man who tottered up the long red carpet towards the ragged patched clothes. He snatched off his cup and approached the king, looking though truly frightened. When he reached the place where people usually bowed or curtsied, he fell to his knees. Your Majesty! He wheezed. Your Majesty! Spitalworth imitated him softly, making the old shepherd sound like a sheep. Lapoon's chins trembled with silent laughter. Your Majesty, continued the shepherd, I've travelled for five long days for you, to, for, to see you. It's been a hard journey. I've really when I could have, when I could, and I walked when I couldn't, and my boots is all Oh, get on, Wilt. Get on with it, will you, muttered Spitalworth, his long nose still buried in the handkerchief. But all this time I was travelling, I thought of an old patch, sire, and how you'd help me if I could reach out the palace. What is the old patch? What is the old patch, good fellow? asked the king, his eyes upon, upon the shepherd's much darned trousers. It is my old dog, sire. Or was I should perhaps say? Replied the shepherd, his shepherd, his eyes filling with water. Oh, said King Fred, fumbling with the money purse at his belt. Then, good shepherd, take these few gold coins and buy yourself a new. Nay, sire, thank ye, but it Bain't a question of gold, said the shepherd. I can buy myself a puppy easily, though it will never match old Patch. The shepherd wiped his nose on his sleeve. Spitalworth shouldn't. Well then, why have you come to me? Asked King Fred kindly as, as he knew how. To tell you, sire, how Patch met his end. Oh, said King Fred, his eyes wandering to the golden clock on the mantelpiece. 
Well, we'd love to hear that story, but we rather wanting our lunch. Was the Ichabod that ate it, Sire? There was an astonished silence, and then Spitalworth and Blackwood burst out laughing. The shepherd's eyes overflowed with tears, which fell sparkling onto the red carpet. Oh, they've laughed at me from Jeroboam to Chooksville, Sire. When I told them why I was coming to see you. Laughed themselves silly, they've told me. I I was draft in the head, daft in the head. But I've seen the monster with my own two eyes, and so did Paul Fetch before he was in. King Fred felt a strong urge to laugh along with the two lords. He wanted his lunch and he wanted to get rid of the old shepherd, but at the same time, the hard little voice of whispering, selfish, silly, and cruel, inside his head, why don't you tell me what happened? Why don't you tell me what happened? King Fred said to the shepherd and spit away from Flappy and stopped laughing at once. Well, sire. Well, sire. Wiping his nose on the seed, on his sleeve again. Was the twilight and right foggy, and Patch and me was walking home round the edge of the marsh. Patch sees a marsh teasel. Caesar? Caesar what? asked King Fred. A marsh teasel, sire. Them bold rat like things what lives in the marsh. Not bad in pies if you don't mind the tails. Flapping the queasy. So. So Patch sees the mouse teasel, the shepherd continued, and he gives a chase, a shouts for Patch, and shouts, sire, he was too busy to come back, and then, sire, I heard a yelp, Patch, I cried, I cries, Patch, what's good, got you, lad, but Patch don't come back, sire, and then when I sees it through the fog, and said the shepherd in a low voice, huge it is, with eyes like mountains and a mouth as wide as a three their throne, and its wicked teeth shining at me. And I forget it's old patch, sire, and I runs and runs and runs all the way home. And the next day I set up, sir, to come and see you. The Ichabod ate me dog, sir, and I want it punished. The king looked down at the shepherd for a few seconds, then very slowly he got to his feet. Shepherd, said the king, we shall travel north this very day to investigate the matter of the Ichabod once and for all. If any trace of the creature can be found, you may rest assured that it will be it shall be tracked to its lair and punished for its impudence in taking a dog. Now take these few gold coins and hire yourself right back home in the hay cart. My lords, my lords, said the king, turning stunned to Spitalworth and Baboon, pray charge into riding 
into your riding gear and follow me to the stables. There is a new hunt afoot. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And um, I'll read to you again soon for chapter 10. Let's see what's next. Bye.